Good morning, good morning, good morning, podcast listeners. This is Pastor Lewis Hill. And I just wanted to say how y'all doing today. Um, God is good. He woke us up this morning and he started us on our way. And our heart beat right on time. For some last night, didn't even wake up. But God seen fit for us to wake up this morning. And I don't know specifically what you podcast listeners come to do this morning. But I just thank God. And I just say hallelujah, Lord. I say it from the bottom of my heart to the dust of my soul. Completely, yes. When you have given your life over to a reprobate mind, you begin to learn things. You begin to look. You begin to listen. You begin to learn. So I looked at my overall life. And I listened to what people say about me. And I learned how to respect, how to love, how to know, how to discern the difference. See, that's the thing that happened in life. A lot of us don't know how to discern the spirit. Listen, what I mean is a lot of people are afraid to say hallelujah. But see, if you know what I know, I'm not afraid to say hallelujah. See, people who are afraid to say hallelujah, they have never experienced the praise. For if you experience the praise, you will know that the Holy Spirit is going up. And we need to give the Lord a higher praise. This morning, this afternoon, and your last conscious breath at night, we have to thank God. Because we are truly on the spiritual battle. And the question that I always ask my followers and my listeners is whose side are you leaning on? See, I don't know whose side are you leaning on but I say it clearly, I am leaning on the Lord's side. This is my first day saying that I'm leaning on the Lord's side, and this isn't my last day. Somebody took their time and prayed for me, and somebody took their time to pray for you. That's why you are still alive. And I don't want to spend my day bitter, angry, mad, depressed, worried about what a woman doing to me. I want to bask on the glory and the beauty that God has set up out here for us. Now, a lot of people that are evil thrive to not see people that are good do good. But see, Lord puts it in a way that you will be heard. And that you will do good. But see, the Lord said, if you take one step, I'll take two. Podcast listeners, I'm going to tell y'all something that probably shake y'all to the core. Now, I received this pastor license like 10 years ago. And still have not utilized this license. I haven't spoke. I have not talked. I mean, I am green behind the ears. Don't think that I know it all either. But I haven't experienced it all. 
See, experience in this world is the best teacher. Anybody can tell you how to shoot a gun. But can somebody teach you how to work a gun? Anybody can shoot. But can you clearly shoot your target? See, I don't know about you. But I hear a lot of people out in this world talking about they are fighters and that they are hitters. Well, let me tell you something about you fighters and you hitters. You cannot, your arms are too small to box with God. I never seen the men think that they could box with God. So how you think you're going to box with me? It says, touch not my prophet, do my anointed, no harm. But see, do you know what I mean about the praise? You begin to see with your own eye God. And you begin to also see evil. And then that's the question that I broke down to y'all earlier. Whose side are you leaning on? Clearly, I don't care what I do, no matter where I be, no matter where I go. I told y'all that I am leaning on the Lord's side. And nothing this world can offer me can take the love of God away from me. Even when the Muslims, they try to teach me that I'm serving a white man's God. I'm believing in spookism. Well, if it's spookism, then that spookism that you speak about is the Holy Spirit. Do you believe me? How are you as people going to say that there's not a spirit? Let me tell you, this body is just a shell. And one day you're going to have to come up out of that spirit. So if it's just a slight possibility that what we're saying is true, I'd rather have a foot in the door than I have a foot in it at all in God's heart. And I am amongst men who see me at my worst. So I said to myself, I want to challenge myself. If I believe in my God myself, then it takes me to change. And listen, I accept right here, right now, the calling that God has on my life. I'm no longer afraid to tell people this. I thought that if um, I start speaking out about God, my friends would not be my friends anymore. I ain't shaking you. Look at this. I'm clipping you, bro. I'm not shaking you. I'm clipping you. No, bring that. Excuse me. Hold on a minute. I'm just out here in the park and I'm talking to other people. And I'm still handling my business. Still handling my business. So, I... I thank you people for knowing that when you have been through it all, you begin to be tired. Have you ever been one of them people that's tired and sick and tired of people lying to you, people trying to take from you when you've given these people anything that they basically at? Well, get them the shirt off your back and they still will flip you off with a finger. But let me tell you, God is so good that our blessings is not here on earth. See, we need to know that right now. That nothing we do here 
on earth gets us into the kingdom of heaven. It's our faith. That means you have to believe that things will change in your life once you accept God as your personal Savior. I'm going to take a five-minute break, and I'll be right back. Thank you. I'm back. Listen, you catch a lot of people out here that call themselves pastors, and they're afraid to say What's they're afraid to say, brother? They're afraid to say that we're going to stand together as one. Why are they afraid to say that? Because they know there's going to be rules and regulations of what a pastor really is. And what is that? They got to put it on the line. If I say I love you, I'll put it on the line every day of my life. Anybody that I told I love them, trust me, I mean I love them. If I tell you I don't love you, believe me, I don't love you. If I got love for you, I got love for you. And see, I mean that these people hoarding these people money in the church. And there are people that are homeless that are in their church. Why are we as people having to deal with people being homeless and they got a pastor. Make it make sense. Shepherd of their flock. Make it make and I sense. say, I, I, I beat myself down, cause, but these 12 days I've been in prayer, bro. You hear me? I have not been drinking 12 days. 12 days. 12 days. This 13 days today. Hallelujah. Now see, that means my eyes are being opened. That we are people. And God is looking for a church without spider blemish. That means people that are ready to come forward, that are in the muck, whom amongst us will come out of the muck. Right? His anointing. So there are a lot of people claiming anointed and do not know what anointed is. What is it, Anointed is a person that has been through some things and have changed his life and God really has called. Underlying pressure. And, bro, I never thought of myself as a person God called or two. And we were lost. But we Listen, but if God says so, won't these people do what God say do then? God said we had to stop anointing each other no stop cursing each other we're already cursed so why keep cursing each other why keep keeping each other down why don't we try a solution coming together hey i seen that i think that seems a little like they're feeling like they're better than us or that they're brainwashing us i mean why is there such a hierarchy of violence going on here in Lansing, Michigan. This is a working city. Why are they trying to chop down our city to be another Detroit or Chicago? No, I'm gonna tell you something about Lansing, Michigan. We are different. We are diverse. You know what? We don't see no black or white people who can come to this park. You know, there's all walks of nationality that have walked through here. 
but still these people as pastors don't even want to come for their people. They'd rather classify them as the homeless. Wait a minute. You are a pastor. This is your job, pastors. That's why y'all don't want to hear Pastor Lewis Hill on this mic, because y'all know that what I'm saying is right. If you God's chosen one, stand on your word. Stand on God's word. God say he's going to elevate you higher. Well, guess what God said? I'm, he said, if you take one step, I take two. But My first curse. step is that I quit smoking. <laughs> I quit drinking. Hey, I ain't done with the smoke yet. I got to quit the weed. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Yeah, y'all talking to a real pastor. A real brother. I ain't putting on no shape, form, or fast. Because it's not about me. It's about God working through me. It says, beware of the message, not the messenger. And brother, back to what you were saying, brother Cos. My word is that these people are afraid to come forward and bring us together and bring us up. It's a problem that the, the nowadays pastors think they're uh, T.J. Jakes or somebody. You know, like they, they exhorted themselves higher. But let me tell you, pastors, we are the lowest sinners on the totem pole. Guess what? We might not make it in. Our job is to pull somebody up and hope they make it in. And if y'all ain't doing that, then tell me who side are you leaning on? I see, I, I see one pastor. I can't mention his name, but a total clown. We stay over there on. The, he pastor on the south side over there. This man closed my hand, almost on, closed go. my hand in the casket. Come on, Lewis. When I was getting ready to touch Lewis. my friend. Now, on this podcast, <laughs> we are so real. The young lady that's in the background to keep calling Lewis. Okay, I'll remind her of an incident. My brother saw you one night on the east side. and I ran into that damn fence and I built it again. You ran into it or who ran into that fence? What was his name? Hurts. No, nah, my brother's name was Terry. Okay, yeah. He was the one who ran and into the you fence. you told him he can't drive no more. No. What he do? You tell the whole story right now. What happened? I, we fixed the fence. No, we got ready to he take off. Around the court. He can't drive. Hey, look, look this story. <laughs> this this Terry <laughs> she talking drive. about. Now this lady was with me, right? We pulled up. We 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 didn't even make it out to reverse in my driveway. We went four houses. Now the nigga the ran over the gate of my house. Nah. Ran it over. A oh, girl jumped out of the car. Ah. Like, she took off, right? Oh, my God, that's the dirt back. And that's the whole thing. She's a nigga, why you standing there looking stupid? Nigga. <laughs> that nigga ran over y'all people fit. Them people gonna be mad all along. They gonna kill this dude, right? So, uh, she helped her put the bitch together. I wouldn't even thought to do that. I'm and I had that food. Nigga just ran down my fence, you know? Oh, no. I was shot, right? She at? looked at me and tell. I mean, I drove up on her. I was driving this time, so you know everything good. I'm trying to go pick up, right? I she looked at me. She looked at me. So we pull outside, talking to her, right? She looked at me. 
Since I don't never let don't never let your don't never let that dude drive your car again. He gonna he gonna kill himself. Just like that, right? So then he goes up to her thinking that he's still gonna sweet talk and date her, right? She said, baby boy, you be safe. I can't help you. <laughs> and she took off running, right? That, hey, listen. Basically, I made that to say that God say if 99 people are up, go for that one that ain't that's down. You see what I'm saying, people? This is the whole goal. The people that are down. Can y'all recollect what I'm saying? Because I might be moving a little too fast. This podcast is really intense. And another thing I got to talk about, right? And we all support each other, right? <laughs> pastor Lewis Hill has not done anything as the pastor, but do my podcast, Street Ministry, hooked up with the rain. You know what I'm saying? Quit trying to keep people down, and I need y'all to tap in to this podcast because we are going to be. Uh, into some challenging issues, mainly with what's going on in the city. Why is there people in this very park that I know sleeping on the stairs and it's getting colder and colder? Listen, on this podcasting, it gets deeper because the street ministry, we are focusing on changing the avenue and the plans that they have for this city. And if we're going to stay in this city, then people, we need to come together for real. Don't wait till the Black Lives Matter rally is over with or to be seen on TV. See, the real world begins now because now people's eyes are open that cops are really killing civilian citizens. Okay, so all right, all right. God bless you, God bless you too. Time. Thank you for your Have time. Have a nice day. And your patience. You too. Yeah, so, you know, things begin to uh, become real with you. Now, in the process of me starting my podcast, um, being on these streets, people ask me, why, why do you come to the park? There's memory here. This is my humble beings. When I used to run away from foster homes, I used to come sit right on this very bench, praying to God and crying. And they sent, God sent people to me to look over me. And it would only be an honor to do something good. You know what? When you're doing bad, you're feel, when you're feeling bad, you're doing bad. When you're feeling good, you're doing good. You see it in your walk. You see it in your you see it in your talk. See, these are the type of things that we need to talk about. You know, even me, I'm trying to earn my new walk in glory. I just don't want to just be snuck into glory. I want to walk into the door yelling glory. That means God. I have done my job. I've told people. Maybe I didn't have to stand up on top of a pulpit and say that God is good. But I've told people out here 
I've ministered, I've dwelled amongst them. I broke bread. I lived with them. I love all these people that you're calling homeless. Listen, I want y'all to really listen to what I'm saying. It's becoming winter. And I understand that people, once they got the little money in their hand, they begin to be foolish. Yep. They begin to buy things like drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. But they're not thinking about Found their nests. Uh-huh. And they're not thinking that winter is coming. Yep. That's it coming, bro. See, I'm not out here just trying to tap into your heart. I know what you're saying. But I'm trying to tap into your hearts. Listen. I know these people. I see them. There's things going on in Lansing that's unclear to me. Why are there so many apartments being built right downtown in Monsters? See, maybe they don't get what we said about shanties. They don't. They don't get it. Putting a bunch of black people in one place mm-hmm. and think we won't have drugs yep. and guns. Mm-hmm. This is not helping us. Nope. So this shit is reverse backwards. Yep. It's still taking us down poor routes. Still bringing us down. It's home. never affording us title indeed. Nope. You see these people out here really homeless. Yeah. I see people sleeping on the steeples. Thank you. I see police chasing them off people's porches. Yeah. Law offices. Mother everything mother else. Most on the side. I see them come to the park as if they're doing a raid. And they don't find nothing but such thing as alcohol bottles and paraphernalia, just chore. So basically, we're dealing with a bunch of mental ill people and they're surveillancing us. What about all these unsolved murderers? I'm going to tell you what's happening. They got time to watch us vagrants. Move us up out of the parkways, the alleyways. Listen, no matter where you encamp, where you put the police and where they encamp, drugs will still be sold. Crime will still be rising. All this is called brainwashing us and the system. Mm -hmm. See, we as black people really need to stop. And come together for real. Yep. Need to. I don't understand that, man. Come on. Everybody can kill, slide, ride, box too. No, if you ain't got them essential needs, then maybe you need to go there and train. They don't understand, though, bro. Anybody, maybe two boys, little boys boxing. I remember me and my little cousin, we used to be boxing each other for real, no gloves or nothing. We straight throwing face out. First thing I learned in Chicago is that you had to learn how to take a punch. See, and Lance and these brothers don't know how to take a punch to the face. They can't come together and stand there and straighten and say, I was the one wrong, I apologize. Why? Because that's too much man for them. And see, I'm not throwing no cuts at nobody, but it's too many of these undercovers Sidewalk in the closet. Too many of them. People. And come on out. Too many north, bro. Ain't no reason to be afraid of who you are. You got north, I know, bro. 
tap into power, real power, is us coming together. Can you imagine a bunch of us coming together? Can you imagine the people like us that they call homeless in position on deck? I mean, all that city hall, everywhere. See, watch who you judge and think that everybody in here just nasty, homeless drug addicts. I am not nasty. Yeah, I am homeless. You know my girlfriend did, right? But I'm not a drug addict. I don't snort pop pills. I have never smoked a crack rock in my life. no. I have never snitched on anyone. Um, I've graduated from high school. You never hurt nobody. I went to college. I ain't never hurt nobody. So guess what? I've been married 20 years. Oh, yeah. I guess I I got down in my day. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what demasculating, being a father. Right. From the first child to the third child, I was in love with all three of them. You ask me where my investment went, and I say it was spent all on my family. <laughs> and it was spent well. Yeah, yeah. Me and my wife, August 7th, mm. celebrated our 20 year anniversary. Mm. Hallelujah. Let's send shots out to my wife, Lakeisha Louise Hill. You know what I'm saying? Hall Hill, whatever you want to say. But that name clearly says Hill. I mean, she wears my name. And I wore her name. And I wore well. You know what that's called? Trials and tribulations. And see, some people don't understand that about a relationship. Their trials mean... Your woman going to try you like you going to try her. Yep, yep. Right? Right. But people who are not strong enough, they can't deal with it. Well, then that mean they ain't clean, bro. Nope. Hold on. They are equally yo. Yep. They are holy. I mean, they doomed to cheat. Yeah. See, we know the women that we get. Yeah. We know the real good women because we yeah, yeah. hold on to them. Uh, yeah. If she's a good woman, I guarantee you, bro, she's going to have to tell me. That is over, because I'll never tell her it's over. That's why I've been with my girlfriend, Trish, for five years, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? Mm-hmm. She dead, bro. I.P. to Trish. Yeah, she dead. God rest her soul. You see? Mm-hmm. But one thing I could tell you about this, though, and this going to shock you to the core, right? You loved. You hear what you saying? Yep. What you feeling is called love. I remember that one for five fucking years, man. Yeah, I understand, bro. Five fucking years, man. I understand, bro. Mr. Nelson, man, on Shaw Washington, man. When they got an accident, then fucking boy took her to the fucking hospital, bro. Then she got got accident with her motherfucking daughter, bro. On her fucking grandmother fucking birthday Sunday, man. Yeah. Why I get the message two days later? It's just you did. Died in my homeboy house on his fucking sofa, bro. Died on his sofa in his house. And she was only fucking damn 60 years old, bro. Now, my question to you with all the tears in your eye, where were you? Man. You, you know, see, and that's the question we talking about on looking, my podcast. Looking for her. Looking for her. Why was you looking for Because she asked me to get her some roses. I got her roses for and she wouldn't know where we found her. The last time I seen her when she done with me. Cause the John brought her down to me. That was the last time I seen her. But I ain't seen her no more. So they told me when she got killed in an accident. That was the last time I seen her. 
And Pete told me the next day about her death. And that's why I broke down. Went through this shit, bro. Because like I said, man, I lost my wife and I lost my girlfriends. So it's too much shit on me that's why I've been standing away from everybody. Brother, listen, let me tell you something about this, right? You remind me of a person that has lost it all. You remind me, listen, this is the Holy Spirit talking now. This ain't me. I hear you. I can't duplicate what I'm telling you. I know, so, I know. You have lost it all. Yeah. God said, anything that you love more than him, he'll take it away. Yeah. For he is a jealous God. Yeah, he is. He's a jealous God, man. Now listen. Something been taken away from you. That means you, you love that woman more than you love God. Stop. Right? That's a good thing. Because yep. you know what's the underlying word that God told us to do? To love. Yep. Yep. And if you're crying, it's all out of mourning, and I respect the mourning. But see, what I don't respect is the actions. Yep. This is what God telling you. Yep. He even telling you, brother. He always tell me. You don't have to be in the shape that you in. God's talking to me every day, Listen, man. No, you are broken clay. I wish you please stop talking and let me tell you. Go ahead. The Holy Spirit is so transparent, I feel it in my heart and I feel it goosebumps. It's here. And it is telling you, bro, whose side are you leaning on, bro? You're like a traitor. Trade it to yourself. Trade it to your friends. Let me explain it all to you before you even judge Trade it to your own self. This woman loved you. You experienced this woman's life as well as you experienced this woman's death. No, please hear As well as you experienced this woman's death. God said it's time. And the game is over. It's enough. I'm on the end. No, it's not. There's more in you, bro. You want more. What the fuck? Desire more. Love, God. Take more. Gonna love again. Gorgeous. Hey, I'm gonna have this thing come shave. Bring her in this time. Right here. See a family that prays together that stays together. You see what happened there? Somebody wasn't praying. And if Somebody took their time to pray for me. I didn't have nothing to say to you. Bro, Accident. I want to take my Excuse time to me, pray sorry. for you. You've lost it all. Basically, what I see is that you have nothing right now, but what you, I mean. Oh, I'm about to have a mother. Excuse me, woman, please. A lady came into the session and interrupted, you know. So we have to pray for her and excuse her. Um, past is the past. We should always lead the past to past. Don't wait till people are up and doing good to speak about problems that no longer are your concern. You know, I don't understand uh, um, somebody trying to attack me. Now, if I'm not allowed to shoot anyone, put my hands on anybody, stab anybody, um, be nothing more than verbal, I'm going to be verbal. So listen here, lady. 
I don't know who you think you are to come on this podcast and think that we're playing your type of games. See, we are men and you will not lessen me as a man and come on this podcast playing. Because in God Army, there's no time for playing. So you get right, you get tight, you know, I'll let me, you know, because I'm better than that now. I don't believe in hitting women, you know what I'm saying? So we usher her out, you know, uh, she's in apologetic mode and I accept it. So it's all good, but you know, women, please don't come off on the people more than you would want them to come off on you. Women, if you want men to respect you, you have to allow that man to earn respect. There's no such thing as jumping off in the man's face. If a man asks you as a woman to step out of his boundaries, out of his space, you should be what a woman is and step out of man's boundary and out of his face. Now, if anything is to occur to you, you deserve what happened to you. You caused the reaction. Because a man yeah. asked anybody, it don't even have to be a man, it's a woman. She asked you to back up, get out of face, that's what you should do. That's just only the respectful thing to do. I'm not going to keep on arguing you in your face unless I'm ready for action. Um, you know, this is the end of this podcast segment. You know, it says when the angels of the Lord appear, there Satan appeared also. But we got to keep on praying. We got to keep being diligent. We cannot let anything stop the energy of this podcast from going up because the devil is near and he's flowing and we are on a spiritual battle. And now I'm beginning to understand why, why people are attacking because they feel the anointing. Nowadays, to these youngers, anything that's evil is considered good or fascinating in their eye. They marvel at it. See me, there's fascination and there's power. Y'all need to tap on into. Um, before we end this out in prayer, I got one more thing, one more issue to discuss. There's been three issues. I'll give you the overall overview in a minute. But one issue that's been discussed is about uh, the, um, the government and how they're making our economy more poor than what it is. But see, we need to wake up this morning and do what's right. Uh, let us pray. God, thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for being better to ourselves. Lord, we are like filthy rags in comparison to your word. And Father God, we thank you for being God and God all by yourself. Lord, we ask that you lift us up to higher ground, Father God. We ask that you be a mind regulator and regulate their minds and their hearts. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness, your beautiful view. We thank you for watching over us last night while we stumbled and slept. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Okay, the overall view of this podcast, and we spoke about the government and how they're treating us as people and how we as people need to come together, not only just for when George Floyd died, we got to still keep his memory and we still have to keep hope alive. So you people need to tap into this podcast because it gets deeper. Next week, I would like to speak with y'all with my other grandmother, my prophetess. I will introduce y'all to her next week. Thank you and God bless you and God keep you.